In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Betches Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and I'm here with our lovely co-host, Jordana Abraham. Jordana. Hey, how is everything? Did I say your name? You, no, you said it right. You said your name with the Southern twang. <laughs> I like um, it. Yeah, everything's good. What about you? So I just told you this before we started recording, but you may no- notice I have a slight speech impediment today um, because <laughs> I got I got um, lingual braces on last week. So they say it takes like a couple weeks to ad- for your mouth to adjust, and you have like a kind of a lisp for the first couple weeks. So I'm kind of regretting my decision because it's like really hard for me to talk, and it's like very uncomfortable. And you're a podcaster. And I'm a podcaster. So this is probably like the worst thing that I could possibly have done to myself. But I didn't realize (laughs) exactly (laughs) what would happen. But, you know, it's that my wedding, the the wedding's coming up. And I've always, my bottom teeth have always kind of bothered me. So I'm kind of like, it's now or never. I've got to, I should fix this problem. Like, if I'm not going to do it now, I'm never going to do it. So I got them put in. I kind of regret it now. I'll let you know if that changes in the next few weeks. But... Um, this was my pre-wedding beauty routine, uh, beauty thing that I was like debate. I was going back and forth on, and then I just decided to do it, and now I regret it, and I hope I don't. Soon. <laughs> That's my whole well, thing. Honestly, you're speaking to the most forgiving audience when it comes to this because I'm sure you guys let Jordana know, DM, send her a nice DM, send her some love, let her know that you don't care that her voice has a slight lisp right now because, I mean. Us brides will go to great lengths and do anything to look perfect on our wedding day, even if that means, you know, having a lisp as a big podcaster for Betches Media. (laughs) I'm sure the you up audience wouldn't be as understanding, but I know the Betches Brides audience and I know they'll understand given that it's for the wedding. I hope you guys forgive me. Um, if not, I'll try to say words with less S's in them. And I'm hoping that this improves. So I'll keep, I'll, you guys will, will know in the next few recordings if it actually does or not. Um, that's my hope. <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see um, your, your teeth, the end result of the straight teeth. And guys, honestly, it's smart. If, if anybody else is in the same boat and wants to straighten their teeth for the big day, Jordana got these like inside braces. So yeah, they're like behind my teeth. They're not, it's not yeah. Invisalign, but it's like a braces that go they're like actual braces that just behind your teeth instead of in front. So you can't see them. Smart. But um, DM me, I'll tell you about the whole experience and why you should avoid it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about a lot of things as, as usual, but really how to include loved ones in your big, big day. So I'm excited for that. Um, but before we jump in, 
Guys, subscribe to our newsletter. It's really good. It's the Betches Brides newsletter. It's called Say Yes to the Betch. Um, it's a weekly newsletter. Every Tuesday, you get exclusive discount codes to different bridal stuff that we're putting out. You get hacks, tips. You get inspiration. All of it. It's kind of like your go-to wedding planning source. And also just like DM us if you want to see new sections in there because we're always working to optimize the content for you. So go to Betches.co slash Brides Newsletter to subscribe. Um, but yeah. Let's uh, let's get into it. You want to read the first email? Yes, we're going to get first. into it. First email here. First email? Okay. Yes. Hi, Jordana and Nicole. Loving the podcast. You're, you answer questions I didn't know I had. We love that. That's really our goal with this podcast. Okay. So she says, my fiance and I decided against having a wedding party because they are far too political and create unnecessary stress. As a lot of your listener questions would suggest, LOL. Girl, don't we know? I am an only child. However, my fiance has a married older brother and a younger sister. He would like to he would like his siblings to feel included in the day. My suggestion was for them to do some type of reading. He didn't like this. We also agree that neither of them have the right personality to be officiants. Personally, I like the idea of his brother and sister-in-law walking down the aisle to their seat, then his sister followed by my fiance and his parents walking him down. I think that sounds really nice and makes a point they are immediate family and not regular guests. We love, would love more suggestions on how to make my fiance's siblings feel included. Thanks in advance. Till death do us part, a selfish only child. <laughs> so this one is really asking, you know, how does she include the siblings or like, and you know, we can broaden it, broaden the advice to how to include like family members in your big day who... You know, you're not having a bridal party. Yeah, right. Right. So this one, we did some research online before Um, there were a bunch of fun ideas. Well, first and foremost, to address her email, I'd say so. Basically, she said she suggested I can't speak. She we're both we're both having impediments. (laughs) Thanks for rubbing off on me. (laughs) Um, She suggested that they do a reading, which like that was the most common thing I've heard. And also in my research before I saw online, like people were like, oh, you know, include people by having them do a reading. But her fiance didn't like this. So we're crossing that one out off the list. But for any others, you know, reading's a great way to include them. I thought the most obvious of the suggestions that you wrote was um, like a speech if they wanted to give one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like a either at the rehearsal toast. dinner or the actual ceremony. I think the rehearsal dinner is great for that. Yeah. I always forget that's an option because that, and that's less pressure. I know we've said before because it's the night before. It's not, you know, the official ceremony. You yeah. just squeeze it in. That's a good well, way to make them feel. Totally. Or if they're not good speech givers, because she said they weren't, they weren't really, she wasn't thinking they would be good officiants. So maybe if she's like, they wouldn't be good at that either. They can also have them MC it. Like they introduce the people who do give speeches. If they're not, if they're not interested in Mm. actually giving the speech, I think that's a good role. You're having an MC at yours, right? Like one of your family members. Uh, My brothers are, are Officiating. officiating. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. I always forget that that's an option too. Have a little MC. I would love to MC a wedding personally. Hire me. Yeah, um, I loved your your idea about the witness thing. 
Yes. So that was one of the things I saw. It was saying just like ask them to be your official witness. And that's a little bit more if they are a little shyer and quieter. I like that option because it's a little more like low key. It's not in front of an audience, but it still is a very um, prestigious moment of (laughs) of, like a very important moment um, for the wedding. Like when you're actually getting your license and whatever it's called registration for marriage, have them come to the courthouse with you and be your witness. Another kind of like low key thing, but really special is invite them to get ready with you. Maybe the girl could come or the sister-in-law could come with you, the bride and get her makeup and hair done with you or, um, and you know, the guy could whatever go with the guy, but invite them to do a special little thing like at, or even at the end of your getting ready routine, the day of like invite them with you, Um, that way, you know, they're kind of the last person to see you before you actually do walk down the aisle. I think that's really special. And that's like an honor to be invited to get ready with the couple. Um, In Jewish weddings, um, there's this thing where you sign. It's like you sign the Jewish marriage contract, which is called the ketubah. mm -hmm. And you need a witness who's not related. Well, I guess it's they can't be related to you, but I guess that'd be good for the sister-in-law. Yeah, if they were Jewish. I don't know if they are. Or if you have a similar situation as this listener and um, you are Jewish, that's a great way to include people who are mm-hmm. like friends that are not yeah. necessarily in the bridal party. Good to know. It's called the ketubah. I've only like seen it written and I feel like I assumed it was ketubah. So <laughs> this is new oh, for yeah, me. I would, I would think that too. I think if I had, I had um, not heard it said out loud. Yeah, I forgot, though. That's a good moment, especially yeah, in Jewish weddings. Yeah. Um, and I also think your brother knows his siblings best. So mm-hmm. like I would just ask him, like, what do you what do you feel like other than having a bridal party or a groomsmen party? Like, what do you feel like? What do you feel like they would appreciate the most? Because it's right, right. different. Some people like like would feel honored to give a speech. Other people, that's like their worst nightmare. Like. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe one maybe they have a particular talent that they like could bring to the wedding. I don't know what it, you know, whether it's like making something or giving you your something blue or borrowed or whatever. Like, yeah, I would ask him or if you know them well, like just think about like what, what would feel like a natural integration of their personality. Right. Because they might even be like, like, I could see me asking my brother, he's going to be Mike Scrooge, but he's like quieter. He he doesn't want to like do something for an audience. I could almost see him in this scenario being like, oh, don't and don't feel like you have to include me in the day. Like I could also see the siblings right. being like, you don't have to just like stop stressing right. about it. It would make them feel better if you if they weren't included. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Like, please don't force me to be included. Right. The pictures are enough for a lot of people, I think. Exactly. You said talents. That's one of my favorite things that I saw in the research before. It was like, you know, if somebody's a good baker, have them bake one of the desserts. It could be like, it doesn't have to be the wedding cake. That's like a lot of pressure. I feel like even if you are an amazing baker, but they can bake their special cupcakes, their special cookies. And then you can say like on the menu, you know, cupcake dessert, cupcakes baked by so-and-so. Um, if you remember they play the Friends episode? With, the, Wait, with no. Phoebe, did you, did you watch Friends? Are you yes. not a big Friends person? Okay, no, I do love the, Friends. Do you remember the Friends episode where Phoebe gets mad because Chandler and Monica won't let her sing at their wedding? Vaguely, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because she writes awful. a really funny song about it. 
She's like, no, I the don't. Next time I get married, guess who won't be asked to sing? Somebody named Geller and somebody else named Bing. Anyway, it made me think. Yes, of that. <laughs> yes. Only ask people to sing if they're actually good. I don't yeah. have anybody like that in my um, family. No offense to my family, but yeah, I mean that's a really special way to incorporate someone. Um, I saw people. I I guess the thing now is like making your grandmas the flower girls. So that's not siblings, but you can make. I've never people. heard of that. <laughs> I saw that somewhere. It's like a a trend these days. You heard it here first. That's um, really funny. I mean, there's a whole list. You could, you know, even just make them a little corsage, even though they're not in the wedding. Just tell the florist, you know, I'll give you twenty extra bucks or however much they cost. Make my brother a corsage so he can wear it and kind of distinguish him as one of the special people. Um, but I also think she said in her email, walking down the aisle, that's a huge one that I saw. Like that would be kind of the quick, a nice, subtle, but like nice way, like have them walk down the aisle, especially before, you know, so they take their seat, like how she outlined it in the email. Um, that's a big way that people kind of make family members a part of the day i like that i think we've answered that pretty sufficiently yeah we'll post more about it because we have a whole list maybe we'll make a little instagram graphic like we do that's a good idea have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, I'm going to read the next one. Please bear with me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try my best, but this is going to be good practice for me. Hi, Betches. I need wedding guest advice. I have two weddings in one weekend coming up in the spring. One wedding is on a Saturday night and the other is on a Sunday night. The wedding on Saturday is for a close high school friend that I have known for over 15 years. The Sunday wedding is for a close friend from college that I have known about 11 years now. The problem is that I'm a bridesmaid in the Sunday one. Her rehearsal dinner make, takes place on Saturday night, and I would need to be up early Sunday morning to get ready with the other bridesmaids. The Saturday night wedding is a 20-minute drive from where I live, and the Sunday night wedding is a three-hour drive from where I live. I am close with both girls in different ways, even though I'm only a bridesmaid in one of them. 
So I'm having difficulty knowing how to support both of them on their special day. To top it all off, I'm a bridesmaid in a separate wedding for a best friend from high school. Her wedding is not this weekend, but her bachelorette party is the same weekend from Friday to Sunday and local. Who do I attend and what should I do? I would appreciate any advice. Thank you. I loved this question because I feel like a lot of people are going to start running into this same issue of like, which wedding Mm -hmm. event do I attend? Because I know so many friends that like can't even entertain the idea of me even having a bridal shower this summer because they're like, I'm sorry, I have a wedding every weekend. Um, So yeah, I mean, a lot of people are having weddings starting now and wedding events. Yeah. So it's really hard, especially when there's things that are beyond your control. Like you want to be a good friend to everyone. And right. I do think it's e- it's very easy to get offended by these things on the other side of them. But for a lot of people, like if you have friends from different areas of life, they're not consulting each other about like these events. And so I think we should all be OK with like cutting people a little slack, especially this year. Like you said, like there's so many events and like so many people had to move so many things around that like it's going to be inevitable that you're not going to be able to attend everything, which is which right. in a year after a year like 2020 is like a nice problem to have in some ways. Right. And from the guest's perspective, you can tell, like, I'm sure these guests like her herself writing the email are doing the the best they can to like, let the couples that they're, that they know that are getting married know like, Hey, careful. I have a, I have a wedding on this date. Like maybe try to avoid that date, but like couples can't play the, let me avoid dates anymore around my guests. Like they're, you're going to have some stuff that falls on the same weekend. I, my own sister has to miss her very, very best friend in the world who she's a bridesmaid in um, wedding because my own brother had to reschedule to the exact same date. And it's in November and she's like, and my sister's best friend is being very like understanding. She's like, look, it's your brother's wedding. It's the only weekend my brother could do. My sister's, of course, put in the weirdest position and she's like pissed at everybody. But I mean, it's the point of yeah, that story is, yeah, yeah, it happens. And you got to understand. I think totally. for this email, I would cross off the the right away like the last line she said there's a bachelorette party the same weekend cross that thing off like let's get that out of the way (laughs) i would yeah the bachelorette i think you could say like for that obviously it sucks i would tell her you're really sorry and then say i would love to take you out for like a really fun dinner just the two Mm -hmm. of us or like maybe with even a larger group i would love to take you out for a fun dinner i want to celebrate with you you can do that separately and like i think as long as you're showing an effort the person will understand. When in doubt, do a dinner, like with anything. <laughs> Literally, that's always yeah. our advice. It's like it's a well, it's a great way to like show someone that you care and you're thinking about it, and you're not just right. saying it's no big deal. Like you wanna celebrate right. this with them. That's a good point. I've also seen people that can't go on a bachelorette do something sweet. If you have the money to do this, you can send like a champagne bottle to the room um, as a way to like say like look, I'm celebrating you from afar um, to the bride on her bachelorette weekend. That's a cute little way to say, like, wish I was there. Yeah, I've seen um, that. That's nice. But yeah, love the dinner idea. But yeah, I mean, for this one specifically, 
it's tough because there's one on Saturday, one on Sunday. The Sunday one's far. It's not like she can, I would normally say like, okay, girl, rally. You got to do both. This it's there's some traveling involved. I think just off the bat, it's like you are a bridesmaid in the Sunday one. So I would maybe explain to the Saturday one that like it's like just what the situation is and that you might have to miss unfortunately miss her wedding and kind of like you said like do what you feel you need to do to kind of make it up to her offer to take the couple out for dinner um but i would say go with the sunday one what about you i think it's tough it's like i agree with you and like based on just like the information that she gave um if she really wants to put in some sort of effort to be at both you could say to the person on the Sunday wedding, like, I'm so excited to be there. I'm going to wear like the right dress. I'm not going to be able to make it in time to get ready with you, but I will be there to like walk down the aisle and I'll try to even like make it by the pictures if she could. Like if it's three mm-hmm. hours away, you could say like, I, I'm going to, I'm not gonna be able to make the rehearsal dinner, but I'll be at the wedding and I'll be there. And like, if, but if that's, if she really feels strongly about going to both, if she has right. to, if she's like this is going to be too stressful i don't want to be like running around the entire weekend that's totally fair also and i think in that right. case she should miss the, the wedding where she's not a bridesmaid and it sucks but again like she's not a bridesmaid she's clearly not like the closest person in the world to them it sucks to not be able to make their wedding but like it happens it's life you know right I agree. If she if she wants to do both and drive that early that morning, do it. And you can miss you can miss the rehearsal. I was thinking about that because like really it's it's the same stuff at every wedding for the most part. Like as a bridesmaid, you literally are just like walking and standing or sitting next to the bride. You don't like it's not a full fledged rehearsal that you need to be fully present there for. So, yeah, I have yeah. I have a friend who's like pregnant for a different friend's wedding and it was just going to be like too much. She was like very pregnant. It was going to be too much for her to like be doing the whole like getting ready thing all day. So she just like came. Yeah. For the pictures. She was like, nice. I like that. People understand. So don't stress. All right. Let's get into our last one. It's a doozy taking a sip of water before this one buckle up for the ride guys but it's a helpful one okay hi jordana and nicole thank you for keeping me sane wedding planning in a pandemic quick shout out to nicole for addressing the loss of her mom with wedding planning thank you guys that meant the world to me and all other brides who have lost a parent both quick appreciation and cue to my question i'm writing this question to you at 5 a.m because it is quite literally keeping me up at night My father passed away last year, so I will not be having a father-daughter dance at our wedding. I really don't want to have any sort of replacement dance because I feel it would highlight his absence and make that moment harder on me. My fiance didn't feel strongly about dancing with his mother, but it would mean the world to her to have a mother-son dance. She asked me directly with no pressure, and I said, absolutely. She's been wonderful helping us plan the wedding and overall just an amazing woman. I don't want to take away that special moment with her son just because I can't have it with my dad. Emotions aside, the logistics in me are worried about where in the evening to have this mother-son dance. I believe the traditional cadence of dances is bridegroom first dance, father-daughter, then mother-son, then dinner. 
But by not having a father-daughter dance, I don't want to go from the high of our first dance to then watching my fiance dance with his mom and then us awkwardly walk to dinner. I have a big and also walk to dinner. I don't know why that just threw me off. Like, where are you walking to? It's right there. Okay. <laughs> I have a big Maybe family. Maybe a long way away. Who knows? Yeah. Where, where's the dance floor and where's dinner? I'm confused. <laughs> Maybe she didn't mean that. Okay. I have a big family. So I know that my dad's absence will make guests emotional, obviously myself included. It also feels odd to kick off the dancing for the evening post dinner with the mother's son slow country song, his mother's choice, not my fiance's LOL. Doesn't help that their song is a bit slower and somber. So either jumping into it after our first dance or kicking off dancing for the night with it would be kind of a downer, but maybe just my bias here. I'm aware this is a pretty specific question, but similar to Nicole, I know there's a lot of brides out there who have lost a parent. It's been really emotional planning a wedding and trying to fill the gaps of who will walk me down the aisle, give the father of the bride toast, etc. But this one I feel strongly about not having any replacement while also not robbing my fiance of that moment. Any advice on where the mother-son dance can slide in as inconspicuously as possible would be really appreciated. Thank you, J and N. I love that we got the little J and N nickname, like you and Jared getting you up, J and J. We're at that that place in our podcast hosting <laughs> relationship there, where we are. Uh, that made me feel special. Initials, yeah, J and yes. N. I like it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, thank you for writing in. This is a good question. Um, mm-hmm. I would say my advice would be to put the dance who cares about like the traditional order of anything, right? Like do mm-hmm. what makes sense for you and your wedding. So like, I didn't even know there was an order. Did you know that? I I looked it up and there she's right. Like it's usually, I think it's usually after dinner and like before they open up the dance floor to everybody more. Um, they reopen it? It's, like people dance they, before dinner though, don't they? That's the thing. I don't, I think everybody's timeline is different, but I, the most common I saw was like before dinner. Um, so right after the, the first, the couple's dance that you quickly go into parents dances and then like dinner and toasts and stuff, or a lot of people do it after dinner and toasts. And then, um, you reopen the dance. Yeah. Like people already dance before at some point, but like toasts, obviously people sit and don't dance and then quick, like, parents dance happens and that way like at the end of the parents dance you kind of like join more people join you if that makes sense right maybe she should do the parents dance like right before dinner so it's not like it's Mm -hmm. not putting a weird mode on like before people start like really dancing do you know i mean like like, yeah yeah wind things down yeah that's that's what i was thinking like i I remember in my sisters, the parents' dances happened quick. They were quick. And and that's that was my other tip. Like maybe obviously you want the mom, mother-in-law to have like her her big moment with her son, but maybe like talk to them and see if like it's okay if the dance is like shorter. Um, because I've seen a lot of weddings do a shorter parents' dances and guests appreciate that. They don't need to sit right, there. They for, don't need to watch it for like the whole right. eight minute song or whatever. No, hell no. And some weddings have done that. And to me, it just feels too long. I don't need to sit there on minutes on end right. and watch like, it's like dance watching like a very like intimate kind of weird moment. But like, what yeah. is everyone else supposed to do? 
you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that would be my first tip. Make sure it's like a shorter one. If it's still just a special. And B, I think, I think you, like you said, do whenever you f- talk to your coordinator or whoever's working with you, see like when those gaps are in the ceremony that or in the reception that might make most sense. But I do think like if you want to, like right off the bat, I would think do it before dinner, right after your couple's dance, even though she said like that might feel awkward. I also think she might be overthinking it a little bit. And like, and it's, it's easy to do that. I get that. Also, I think sometimes things are like more emotional when you're not expecting them. Right. So I think that like if she knows she's going to feel this way, like she can sort of process that before. I mean, obviously, in the moment, it would still be emotional. But I think that if she like, you know, deals with it a little before, because it sounds like she is. She's like knowing she's anticipating how she will feel. Mm-hmm. She can figure out like at what point is this going to be like the least triggering for me? to see this right and only she can really know that you know right right also this might not this might be the worst advice ever but i <laughs> i was thinking about it and i was like okay if i'm sitting there and i know i'm gonna get super sad watching this for like the minute that it goes on what like what if she just kind of like slips over <laughs> yeah like to the bathroom or goes <laughs> to the bar and gets a drink or something like busies herself somehow i don't know if that would look weird <laughs> I think that's like not a bad idea. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, for her to just be watching also just seems a little awkward. Like sitting there, like watching the whole thing. Like maybe like right. the I I agree. I think making it shorter. Like okay, the first minute, one minute of the dance is the mother son, and like during that, maybe you ask your friend to like pull you over to the bar. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. That way, and you, then by the you time you're there, yourself. it's like over. Yeah. Exactly. And if anybody says anything, if he, if your fiance is like, what the fuck? You could just be like, look, I didn't want to get upset. I'm sure he'll understand. Yeah. I don't think anyone will notice or care if you did that. Yeah. I think that's a good suggestion. I like that. Yeah. That's what I would do. Scurry away. Right. Or like have something funny in your phone to be like looking at while they're doing this to sort of, even if you are sitting there, like kind of like distract you, like take a second to like look at you know exactly. what I mean like, like distract yourself with something funny or like upbeat yeah I would also just like if you are gonna watch do that with the f- distraction on the phone and just like make sure you're standing near people that like you want to be standing near if you are watching it like I remember for my sisters I was standing near her bridesmaids and it was like so fun because we all like for the father-daughter dance we all like started like swaying together it sounds really weird when i say it but it was like funny because i was standing near them um so that's the thing like make sure you're not like standing there like alone watching and like you know depressed standing there right you can hang out with like your mom or like right. siblings or something i think that's great and let them know ahead of time that you you're like worried about this being a little like emotional for you and what, what you would like them to do. And I'm sure everyone, I'm sure anyone would be very happy to help you out in for that sure. moment. I'm going to, I, this made me think too, cause my younger brother is getting married in November and I was like, Oh shit, poor Chris. Like he's not going to have a mother son dance. Cause we lost our mom, which is going to be like a really sad moment. Like him and my mom were very close. And so I was like, I didn't even think about this. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to offer to have me and my sister dance with him. That's and I so can, cute. 
I, I cute, but I could see him being like, um, no, like I'm fine. Just we'll just right. get, <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> like literally, he might be like, get the fuck away. Um, but so yeah, I'm gonna see. I'll I'll keep you guys updated on what what we yeah. end up doing. Let us know for that. Yeah, well, I think I think we did it. We solved um, weddings. We did <laughs> once again. Another week of us solving weddings. <laughs> Should we play some um, games? Yes. Unpopular opinions, our favorite game. Also, guys, like email us if you have any game ideas. We're always open to new segments and uh, you guys have the best ideas. And like if you miss any of our old segments like we used to do, we'll bring them back. We'll we'll bring them back from time to time always. Like our happily ever after segment. Brides at Betches.com. Brides at Betches.com. Yes. Oh, Anne's like our um, runaway bride. We'll have to play that too again. We haven't yeah. played that in a while. But right. for now, unpopular opinions. The first one is engagement photos are unnecessary. Um, I agree. I'm not having engagement photos being taken, but Mike did hire a photographer to take pictures of our proposal. So I did use those for like our our like save the date, digital save the date and like mm-hmm. might put that on something else. I don't know. But if I didn't have that, like maybe I would do it. But I also think I, you could just use any pictures of the two of you. I do hear that people like doing it, though, because it's sort of like a practice run for your actual wedding. So you can feel like comfortable in front of a camera doing weird things together, right. which I, I think a lot. Of, I think that's helpful, but it's not like I wouldn't say necessary, but helpful. What do you think? Right. I actually have a strong opinion about this one. I disagree that they're, I think they're necessary. Oh, you because, think everyone should have them? Yes. But, but yours, in, in my eyes, your ones count as engagement photos because they were photos taken at your engagement. And so, like you said, you're using them for stuff. I just have found like, like I'm not even that crazy about my own engagement photos. I was hu- so hungover for them. I my makeup looked like shit because I did it in three seconds, like right before it was below zero weather in Central Park. It was like not the best conditions, but um, I still find myself using them for literally everything. My save the dates, my change the dates, my website, my I don't know. I've used them for everything, so I'm so glad I have them. Um, I do agree. Like if you do have cute photos of the two of you that are like decent quality that you can use in place, that's fine. But I, and, but I do agree with you too. It's like, it's a perfect um, opportunity to, you know, get to know the camera with your fiance, Mm -hmm. like get comfortable with each other, with your photographer. I know that's why a lot of wedding photographers in their packages, they say, I'm 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 willing to you know give you for a discounted price or sometimes for free a free engagement photo shoot because they also the photographers like to get to know you as a couple before the big day. So I don't know. I just think they're necessary. Yeah, I think if you can afford them, they're very very helpful to have prof- right. some professional shots because it is awkward the first time you're taking pictures with someone. It's like not the most natural right. thing ever. <laughs> Totally. It's definitely weird unless and, you two are like models. Right. Yeah. If you're like <laughs> Gigi and Zane, you probably don't need them. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and 58% of our audience 
agrees with you, Nicole. They disagree mm-hmm. with the statement and they think engagement photos are necessary. Mm-hmm. So I think get your engagement photos, kids. Okay. Sure. Next one is big weddings are over. <laughs> um, I don't know. You're, you're having a big wedding. Do you agree? <laughs> I disagree with this. I think like, You're like I disagree and fuck you <laughs> and fuck you. I'm having one. Well, my <laughs> wedding's going to be around 150, 180 max. People, Is that big? So I feel like that's like average. Well, that's the thing. I was like, what do we mean by big? And I guess we just have to like speculate here. I think like when I think of big wedding, I do think of like almost two, 180 to 200 people. And then like really big is like, I've seen, you know, 300 person weddings. But I think I, I think in this in terms of this statement, we're thinking of anything over, you know, a micro wedding size, like a micro wedding to me is like 40 people. Um, right. 40 I think it's 50. below 50 is like yeah. what I think of it as is yeah. the term. Yeah. Is the terminal correct definition of the micro wedding. But so, yeah, anything like over that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I disagree. I think now that everybody's getting vaccinated, I think the world is opening up. I think people, I think we're going to see that. Yes, people are going to start having smaller weddings as more of a norm, but I definitely don't think that big weddings are over. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So. I got, I got vaccinated, so I'm feeling very optimistic about big weddings. Lucky. I'm not having a big wedding, but I would. I love big weddings. I like to attend them. Um, I if I had more friends, maybe I would have a bigger wedding. But it's, um, <laughs> I don't think they're over. I think they're they're gonna ease back in. I think they're like they're like slowly gonna come back. Right. Right. Yeah. Especially, I think 2022, we're gonna see a lot more back to the norm of the big wedding big but, ass wedding yeah yep but um yeah so 56 percent of people disagreed with the statement that big weddings are over they they think that you know they're not they're not over all right so the third one is having a first look with your dad is overrated which this reminded me of our episode because it's you know about a family member and incorporating them you know, normally I think this kind of thing is a little cheesy and I could agree, but the sentimental part of me actually really likes it because you have to, I mean, you think about it and I, I think when you think about it from your perspective, it's like cheesy and unnecessary. But when you think about it from your parents perspective, like you were like the child that they like held the movement, like the, the day they were born, like they can remember like having you in their arms when you were just like literally like just came into the world and like it's such a milestone in, in your life, but it's really a milestone in their life too, because like, you know what I mean? They've seen you through it right. all. Like, I do think it's like a very important emotional moment. And I think it's kind of right. nice when you think of it like I, that. I agree. And I think it depends on like, obviously your relationship with your father. Um, but I think if you do have a good one, like you said, it's a sentimental moment. And even like, I know my own dad is like, quieter like you wouldn't think that he likes moments like this but he does get sentimental and like when my sister did it he he cried it was a really sweet moment i'm doing one personally just because my sister did so i feel like i have to <laughs> but also yeah. because of I that mean, 
my dad is a crier. He's going to be like bawling. <laughs> I'm not looking. And you know, I'm me. I'm not like the most emotional person at all. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> so the thought of it is like making me a little uncomfortable, even just thinking about it, because I know he's going to be like hysterical. Um, <laughs> so like not even like one teardrop, like he's going to be crying. Um, so I'm like, part of me is like, ugh, like, I hope he doesn't overdo it. And I don't feel like weird, but like, I do think it's a nice <laughs> moment for him. My dad's like very, very sentimental, very, very like emotional guy. So I, I want to do it for him. Yeah, you need to, you have to do it. Wait, question. Do you think that you'll like cry at all on your wedding day? you're not a crier i feel like mike's gonna be disappointed if i don't cry do you think he will he he's he's shaking he's like nodding that he he will be crying and he will be upset if i do not oh god that's that's a lot of pressure well that's That's me to my mike that's me to mike he i think i've seen him cry like maybe once in the whole eight years i've known him he like he just doesn't show emotions it's something we work on every day um but that's the thing. I'm like, I'm a crier. I cry every five seconds. Oh, you're, you'll definitely be crying. I think I will. But then again, I could see my like weird anxiety like making me not cry. I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm anxious that I won't be emotive <laughs> enough, which if you've met me, you can probably understand. I could see you shedding like a subtle tear. A single at some tear. Point. Yeah. You can get um when I used to like think I was an actress at one point in life, you can get like little t- uh tears like like a chapstick for under your eyes that like makes you cry <laughs> oh would that be like, how embarrassing would that be though if someone had to like find find out that you were faking it <laughs> true true <laughs> maybe no i'm kidding um, um but yeah no i'm gonna practice crying we'll see if it works yeah yeah i'll just think of i'll just think of what i endured to get to this moment all of the <laughs> the weeks of my speech impediment trying to get early and I'll, it'll just make me start crying yeah think of the money spent on the wedding and what else you could be using that for and that that alone will make you cry i love that Ugh. all right well that's it for this week we'll see you next week till death do us part the betches brides podcast is produced by nicole pellegrino sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by jorge morales pico guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow us at betches brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com betches